0: Hi there, and welcome to the Coffee and Heroes podcast. Feels a little strange saying that, just as it feels a little strange sitting here without my uh, partners in crime, uh, Alan, Roddy and Vicky, uh, who are the the usual hosts alongside myself at the, uh, the Coffee and Heroes podcast. But these are strange times. Um, I'm Keith, I'm one of, the, uh, one of the regular hosts on the Coffee and Heroes podcast, and I'm here this evening to... Bring you the second episode of uh, a new feature on the the Coffee and Heroes podcast, uh, and that is Starting Points. So, uh, Alan presented the first uh, the first edition of Starting Points uh, some weeks back, and um, uh, we had some really good feedback. So, what Starting Points is is that the idea is is that it's to make it as easy as possible for anyone new to comics to find somewhere to start it's a question that alan gets on vicky get get asked an awful lot in the store i mean there's there's thousands and thousands of of, of single issues and, and hundreds of graphic novels for any one character and there are many many characters and if you're just starting out i guess that can be that can be very daunting um with potentially years and years of, of backstory and and uh tie-ins and crossovers and such um so what we're going to do in starting points is to look at individual characters in turn and tell you where to start um and that's not necessarily our our favorite story showcasing those characters just just the best introductions for new readers to the world of that character we'll maybe maybe slip in what our favorite stories are at the end but sure we'll we'll see what happens so it was alan's turn being uh being the the stereotypical mr dc uh to bring you batman for the first edition so i felt it was only it was only right to, to balance things out a little as the uh, stereotypical Mr. Marvel and bring you Marvel Comics' flagship character and um, undoubtedly my favourite comic book character of all time, the amazing Spider-Man. So uh, Spidey needs no introduction really to anyone who's even touched upon comics before. Uh, whether, whether it's through comic books or animated series or live action series or movies, whether those be Sony's movies or the more recent introduction of Spider-Man into the, the larger Marvel cinematic universe with, with Tom Holland. Everybody sort of knows the web slinger. Um you know that uh that really distinctive uh, webbed red and blue costume um and those those great uh sort of great sort of eye goggles um really expressive um you know, his, his his history and his in his power set. But you know, just in case you need reminded, um Peter Parker was the uh the the, the bullied uh wallflower nerd of uh, midtown high school. Um he was a science whiz orphan, uh living with his, his Uncle Ben and his aunt May and um on a trip to uh, a local radiation lab, uh, with his with his high school he's He's bitten by a a spider that has been irradiated um, in a in, in an experiment, uh, and uh, is at the exhibit. and 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 through that bite, he acquires the uh, the agility and proportionate strength of an arachnid, um, along with with uh, his 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 heightened abilities. Um, he gains the ability to uh, to stick to walls and ceilings with his with his hands and, and feet, and uh, also um, sixth sense which warns him of danger um, his his spider sense now in the original stories peter uh, as mentioned was a as a science whiz and uh, through that through that gift he develops um he develops a device that allows him to fire adhesive uh, webbing of his own design through small wrist mounted barrels um his uh, his web shooters um initially peter sought to capitalize uh and, and uh, exploit his new abilities and uh donned a costume became known as uh Spider Man a, a novelty uh, T V star and uh of course um every every hero has a has a moment and an origin story and uh Spider Man's is one of the original as he uh in his in his arrogance he ignores the chance to, to stop a thief and um and is completely completely indifferent. I mean thinking that he's He's above all of this because he's a, he's a TV star and, and, and later that night that same criminal um, robs and kills Peter's beloved Uncle Ben. Um, Peter eventually sort of tracks down the killer and uh, and swears that uh, that he'll never allow the same thing to happen again. And that with with great power there must also come great responsibility. Um, absolutely classic line. Um so, I mean, the the initial stories of uh, of of Spider Man uh, originally appeared in, in Amazing Fantasy number number fifteen in nineteen sixty two, uh, created by the legendary uh, Stan Lee and uh, and Steve Ditko, um, and those those initial stories you can get them you can get them a lot of places. Um, they they're 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 not not to everybody's taste uh sort of being over 50 years old and to me to me they're timeless and i fell in love with them the, the first time around but uh th- those initial stories have Spider uh sort of i guess fighting or up against his his original foes member people you know characters who would become members of of his his rogues gallery foes like the chameleon the vulture doctor octopus sandman craven the hunter mysterio uh the green goblin i'm sure some of those some of those names will will ring a bell so i mean while i'm not going to recommend those stories as as a starting point as 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 part of this podcast i would recommend that once you're into spider-man you maybe go back and and, and have a look at them they're definitely a a product of their time um full of uh full of uh you know peter's teenage angst as uh as he's he's taunted by his by his peers, particularly football jock sort of Flash Thompson, and uh, he he has to hide his powers uh, and and his his alternative identity, um, uh, despite the fact he could he could absolutely juggle Flash Thompson and uh, and knock him in his ass at any time, um, you know. And there's 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 that sort of teen, teen angst and 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 nerdy Peter sort of juggling his his personal life and his costume adventures and and trying to trying to to get with you know to get to get with a girl in particular that girl was usually Gwen Stacy and um, Peter's a bit of an outcast and he always struggles to to help his Aunt May who has recently been widowed I guess as a result of of Peter's inaction as Spider-Man sort of pay her rent and and he he can't he can't tell Aunt May who he is you know he can't tell Aunt May about his powers because he's worried that that the shock would uh, would would end her life as a result of her her weak heart but um but as as mentioned say uh spider-man premiered in amazing fantasy 1962 so that, that was the final issue of a, of a series that had already been cancelled it was a, an anthology series um something that uh, that i know my good buddy Roddy appreciates um and that issue of of amazing fantasy sold more than any previous issue and uh, the following year 1963 the amazing spider-man solo series was was born uh and and so was born in some ways the the mighty Marvel Age of Comics. So where to start? Um, as mentioned, I mean there's over fifty years of uh, of Spider Man material there, and that's that's a lot to get through. But uh, I'm trying to pull out uh, pull out starting points for uh, for new readers, and uh, I think uh, I'm going to stay inside of the the last twenty years um, in order to uh, in order to do that. Um, so number one on my list of uh, three new reader starting points is The Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, the Ultimate Spider-Man uh, was written by uh, now superstar writer Brian Michael Bendis and uh, a, a, a legend uh, in, in Marvel Comics as far as I'm concerned, Mark Bagley, who uh, recently uh, recently returned to, to Marvel to, uh, to illustrate um, Donny Cate's Venom. But uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, the The series was originally published in the year 2000 and is a, a modernised sort of tech reimagining of the long-running Spider-Man franchise as part of what became the Ultimate Marvel imprint. And Ultimate Spider-Man exists alongside sort of other um, reimagined Marvel characters or teams which included the Ultimate X-Men, the Ultimate Fantastic Four and... The Ultimates who were the, the Ultimate Universe uh, version of the Avengers um, and also the inspiration largely for uh, the Avengers movies and certainly for uh, for Samuel L. Jackson's role as, as Nick Fury. So the story is a familiar one. Um, Peter was, was orphaned at the, the age of six. He's an outcast, uh, an outsider, withdrawn, sort of teenage science prodigy. He lives in Queens with his... Uh, with his, his, his Uncle Ben and his Aunt May, who are reimagined as, uh, as sort of uh, aging, though though younger than their, their years in the original Spider-Man series. Uh, and sort of, I guess, aging hippies. And while attending a, a trip to, uh, to a, a science corporation, which happens to be Oscorp, the corporation owned by, uh, by uh, Spider-Man's uh, sometime arch-villain, uh, Norman Osborn, the Green Goblin. Uh, and on that trip he's bitten by a, a genetically modified spider rather than a an irradiated spider because genetic modification was was cooler in the year 2000 um as a result of this he begins to develop spider-like superpowers um enhanced strength speed agility stamina reflexes um and the ability to to crawl on, on solid surfaces as well as as the familiar sixth sense uh, his spider sense which warns him of unseen danger um as is familiar he, he decides to utilize the the his powers for certain personal gain and um and an armed thief that peter had encountered earlier um during his time as a wrestler um you know peter refuses to stop him out of spite and the the, the burglar later murders uncle ben his foster father and uncle in a in a, in a home invasion um peter's guilt-ridden and, and is driven to use his abilities to tone for his partial responsibility for his uncle's murder as costume vigilante Spider-Man so he's got, he's got this responsibility to do good and help others with his, his alter ego and he liked the original series he struggles to balance high school life and studies and his job as a, a web designer for the Daily Bugle um, his relationship with Mary Jane um, Watson and uh, life with his, his, his widowed aunt um, as well as facing off against superhuman criminal threats um, in New York and uh, the the hostility that's generated towards him um, by the Daily Bugle and, uh, and all of that. So, I mean, the Ultimate Universe is a self-contained universe where new readers can start with the, the very first issue and not miss anything. It hits on all of Spider-Man's major teenage story beats, the friends, the villains, and, I mean, it's still considered... Uh, one of the the best modern Spider-Man runs of all time. Um, I say modern. Um, maybe as uh, only someone of my age would consider the year two thousand to still be modern, but uh, that's the way it is. So it's available. Uh, you know, in a, a number of different forms. There's the Ultimate Spider-Man Volume One: Power and Responsibility, which which covers that first arc. Um, there's the Ultimate Spider-Man Ultimate Collection Volume One, but the Ultimate Spider-Man ran for um ran for 11 years from 2000 to 2011 um and uh that original story was expanded from an 11 page orange sto- origin story and in, i mean of amazing fantasy to a 180 page seven issue story arc um brought uh, great success and uh and uh, as i say it just it just retells it retells the story of of spider-man um hitting all those story beats but with with th- that you're familiar with but with enough Variation to, to really keep it interesting for for long time readers. Um, Bendis is well known for the slow pace and advancing plot, and Mark Bagley's art is just phenomenal. Um, just those 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 clean lines and uh, and the expressive expressive work. Um, it's not the first time that uh, that Mark Bagley had drawn Spider Man. In fact, um, he came on to the Amazing Spider Man in in 1991, and. Uh, he and uh david uh, michellini introduced carnage um and uh they produced the the original venom miniseries and uh, to, the, to the extent that while he wasn't the first artist to draw either venom or eddie brock uh, bagley's version of, of both characters is considered to be the, the definitive version um the bendis bagley team stayed together for 111 issues of uh, of the the ultimate spider-man and uh in 2012, the year after um, Mark Bagley left uh, the Ultimate Spider-Man, he was uh, he was ranked by Comic Book Resources as one of uh, the 50 greatest Spider-Man creators of of all time. So, I would highly recommend uh, picking up the uh, the first first few issues, the first uh, trade paperback um, of the Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, give Alan a shout in the store, and I'm uh, I'm sure he can uh, he can make sure he has it for you and. Uh, and let us know what you think. Second on my uh, starting points, uh, Spider-Man list, um, and uh, moving on through the uh, the two thousands to two thousand and eight is Spider-Man, Brand New Day. Uh, Spider-Man, Brand New Day is significant in that it was the uh, the beginning of Dan Slott's run on uh, on Spider-Man, and it kicked off with Sp- Amazing Spider-Man issue issue five four six the start of, of this initial uh, run uh, was Dan Slott, uh, partnered with uh, Mark Guggenheim, Bob Gale and, and Zeb Wells, all well-known uh, writers uh, to this day in Marvel and uh, the run, uh, throughout the, the 100-issue run, uh, we had artists like Steve McNiven, Salvador La Phil Jimenez, Chris Baccholo, Marcus Martin and, and Barry Kitson um, this initial run ran for for two years, it was an issue every every two weeks, and uh, and then Dan Slott uh, went on after that, uh, sort of running solo, uh, in fact he ran solo for a lot of this run, and uh, and went on to have uh, a very very successful ten year run on The Amazing Spider-Man, which, uh, which came to an end uh, a couple of years back, and he really established himself as, as one of the great creators. So, Brand New Day is as close as you're going to get to i guess a a reboot in the uh in the amazing spider-man line and uh it chronicles the the beginning of of spider-man's adventures in the aftermath of uh one more day which was kind of a status quo altering storyline um and at this point amazing spider-man was was the company's only solo spider-man title uh and uh, i said it was two times a month but actually it it, it up to three times and it, it It canceled the the other then current spider-man titles sensational spider-man and and friendly neighborhood spider-man and uh the story arcs are very much sort of sort of back to basics um it was a a fresh start uh for peter parker after civil war his his memory had been reset and his his past had been reset uh that's not really important but uh but after a, a deal with the devil um He's uh, the, the the Marvel Devil of, of Mephisto. Um, he's back to his roots. He's struggling to pay rent. He's learning how the world works. Um, he's he's going toe-to-toe with his classic rogues gallery. As I said, closest thing maybe Spider-Man ever had to a, to a reboot and, and very, very new reader friendly. Um, so, as I say, we had a new status quo. Spider-Man's then marriage to Mary Jane Watson had been erased, um, resulting in all these adjustments to his own history uh spider-man had previously revealed his identity during civil war and uh and and, and uh thanks to a deal with the devil and uh, and uh, a deal with dr strange spider-man's secret identity has been forgotten by everyone including people who knew his identity before his, his public unmasking um his best buddy harry osborne is alive again he's been living in europe for several years aunt may is alive and well um and volunteering at, uh, at a homeless shelter um Previously, under uh, under J. Michael Stradinsky's uh, fantastic run on Spider-Man, Peter had had been given organic web shooters, but he's back to his original mechanical web shooters. Uh, there's some folks who vaguely recall that Spider-Man unmasked himself during the events of Civil War, but they don't remember whose face is under the mask, and and they soon cease to to worry about it. Um, Spidey hasn't been seen for. Uh, I think for for three months, for about a hundred days, um, because of the Superhuman Registration Act, um, he's living at his aunt May's house, uh, while he searches for an apartment he can afford. Um, he checks in with the Bugle and uh, and Robbie Robertson, who's uh, who's now the editor of the Daily Bugle. Um, in light of uh, of J. Jonah Jameson's heart attack, um, asks him if he can get Spider Man pictures that 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 Robbie believes will will boost the circulation. Um. And and this then convinces Spidey to return to Peter to to return to his, his web slinging ways. There's there's a whole lot of uh of old school villains, um there's some, some new supervillains, uh Menace, um and and uh and, and a number of others and it's sort of established that that um rather than being married, Mary Jean and Peter have a history of having a lo- a long term relationship where things ended badly and their their relationship's now pretty pretty cooled. Um didn't get married they 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 co as a couple um after they aborted their wedding um all sorts of stuff like that um but it's, it's 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 really it's really interesting stuff there's a new supporting cast um carly cooper who uh who's a she's a forensic expert and uh and i think peter dates for a while um lily hollister who's harry osborne's girlfriend and vin gonzalez who's a uh, a spider-man hitting, hitting nypd officer and uh who, who peter becomes his, his roommate so there's there's all sorts of uh and you'll also see actually if you've if you've played the the playstation 4 spider-man game you'll see an awful lot of uh of things that, that are that are a wee bit more familiar um in particular um this this arc saw the, the introduction of uh martin lee mr negative um who was the, uh, the the manager of of the the feast homeless shelter that uh that aunt may worked at and uh martin lee has this has this dark secret that he can switch to a negative mode where he in which he's a crime boss and uh so that 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 was kind of the inspiration i guess for for the 2018 playstation 4 spider-man game so so as i say this is this is you know whereas the ultimate universe is, is is an alternative universe this is this is 616 uh universe our universe our marvel universe um spider-man and it's 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 really just a it's a reboot um works very very well uh leads into uh to dan slot's record-breaking run uh on the amazing spider-man continuing with spider-man big time um uh after this but uh yeah i mean uh, spider-man uh, brand new day uh you can pick up as a brand new day volume one trade paperback um titled brand new day volume one uh there's also the brand new day complete collection which is uh available i know certainly uh, digitally um but there's there's a whole a whole number of ways you can you can pick this up through uh through coffee and heroes so so definitely get down and uh, and give alan a shout about that one too if you're uh, interested in, in jumping on to to the web spinner so number three uh something a little more recent so we're shooting right up to uh to to last year 2019 and uh and we're talking about tom taylor's 14 issue run um on friendly neighborhood spider-man uh art was provided by uh by Juan cabal and if you're looking for a light-hearted all ages friendly uh way of of getting into spider-man then i really could could recommend no better than no better than this um uh as I say really it, it it removes itself from the from an awful lot of the the, the background and the backstory. and uh and as, as new readers want brings spider-man back to to basics and the title sort of says says it all he, he is the friendly neighborhood spider-man um there's no convoluted plots no no corporate shenanigans as has as occurred in in the big time storyline it's just just really on un, unadulterated you know fun spidey um that hero with a with a heart who who just wants to help the regular people around him and that's exactly how the first issue starts it's I say a fantastic light-hearted book really sort of grabs the core of who spider-man is or maybe who he should be um it's a pure joy to read i mean over the years spider-man has waved between the the, the very very dark and the, and the very very light and this just this just hits that spot sort of right on tom taylor's dialogue is fantastic the humor is just right because humor is a big part of what what makes spider-man and the more serious aspects of the story carry a massive emotional punch um there's one particular storyline um story featuring spider bite um, a, a new character that that uh had all of us at the podcast in tears floods of tears um to the point that whenever we uh, we nominated it the that particular issue of the month, uh, we had to pass off who was talking about it as we all devolved back into tears again. Such a such an impactful story by Tom Taylor. There's I mean, there's there's some some real odd off the wall concepts in it, such as uh under York. But you know, Tom Taylor just it just breezes through. Juan Cabal's art's gorgeous. Um, sort of a bit John Cassidy, sort of maybe Frank quietly esque. But uh, it's just it's fantastic stuff. Um, there are a number of sort of fill-in artists, you know, over some pages and uh, maybe an issue, but uh, they did a really good good job too. So certainly some of the best Peter Parker Spidey that I've that I've read in in, in a while. Not to say that, that Nick Spencer's current run isn't awesome, but Tom Taylor is just a a perfect choice for writing Spider Man. He mixes in just the right humor with a whole lot of heart. Uh, takes the friendly neighbourhood part of the title seriously. Grounds, Spider Man and Peter Parker sort of right to his his neighbourhood, to his block, um, looking out for his neighbours. You know, we've got the Fantastic Four feature in there, we've got uh Peter's long running friendship with uh, with Fantastic Four screw up uh Johnny Storm. Uh I'd say it's it's really how it's really how, how Spidey's meant to meant to look and is is meant to be written. So that's the uh, the friendly neighbourhood Spider Man by Tom Taylor and 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 Juan Cabal, and I know it's it's available it's available through, I think across two maybe three trade paperbacks that uh, that I, I'm very very sure that uh, that Alan and Vicky and Coffee and Heroes can can introduce you to. Um, so there you have it. That's the first arc of uh, Brian Michael Bendis and Mark Bagley's uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. The uh, first arc of uh, Dan Slott and the team's uh, run on uh, The Amazing Spider-Man. That's brand new day. And last but not least, uh, Tom Taylor and uh, Juan Cabal on the more recent Friendly Neighbourhood Spider-Man. That's your introduction to to the starting points of the web spinner, the spectacular, the sensational, the friendly neighbourhood, The Amazing Spider-Man. I'd really love to hear um, if if you, you pick any of these up and and if you enjoy them. I guess I did say I'd, uh, I'd talk a little bit about uh, some of my favorite Spider-Man stories because, uh, as I say, these are these are just the best starting points. So uh, I, d- I don't know. It's uh, I mean it's 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 kind of a kind of a big question. Um, I'm am a huge fan of uh, of Dan Slott's run, uh, which which we mentioned there as as number two. Um, starting with with brand new day and on into into big time and through uh you know through end of days and superior spider-man and and beyond throughout 10 years so yeah i just can't set that aside j michael Stradinsky, uh the man known for for, as the writer of of babylon five uh did a run on amazing spider-man from 2001 to 2007 just prior to uh to slots the beginning of slots run um uh, and with 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 superstar artist John Romita Jr., who's just one of my, my favourite artists, particularly in Spider-Man, and, and that run was well regarded for making Peter an average guy, just again trying to pay rent and survive adulthood. It's it's dark and it's funny, it's dramatic, it's well paced. It introduces new status quo and new mythos and, and, and supernatural elements and some really some really dark elements as well. I'm a huge fan of the, the post-secret Wars saga of the alien costume uh 1986 i think uh where we have peter parker returning from from battle world and the secret wars uh clad in his his new thought reactive uh black costume and uh fighting hobgoblin and featuring uh puma and just discovering what this what this costume is exactly as it takes his body out for uh for uh for joy rides while while peter sleeps another another great run um i don't know i could go i could go on and on so uh so i'll not you can you can very often uh find me in the store uh now that now that that wonderful wonderful place is is open again at a weekend or uh, or at a lunchtime, and uh, i'm very happy to chat to you about uh about spider-man then uh you can find me on twitter at uh at a scanny son zero zero and yeah just uh let me know what you think of the choices and uh and uh until that time um Thanks again on uh, on face front, and I look forward to uh, look forward to seeing you in the next podcast alongside the rest of the team. Good night.